right here live. I talk like this. And I use a big old screen. And we try to get the word into you. Amen? And when you leave, I hope you'll say, wow, man, <laughs> that made a lot of sense. He was weird, but wow, did I ever get the point? That's the plan here today. Amen? Let's go. Boom. In this series, Change My Mind. It came about because I got a couple of letters of people wanting me to change the way I preached, of my values, and this, that, and the other. It's not happening, okay? But great, you gave me a great sermon title. And the point is, Gary does need his mind changed. But I need to have the mind of Christ, not the mind of Fred or Susie or somebody. Got it? I need the mind of Christ. That's what you and I need. We need a changed mind. And so we're in this little series, and I started it right after Easter, right in that zone. I get that. But, and then last day, last week was Mother's Day. Mama had a changed mind, didn't she? Drunk? Watching Billy Graham? Walking to church, getting cussed out by me? How'd she have her life changed, her mind changed? She gave, she gave God her heart. She gave God her life. She gave God her all. And the rest is history. And she was changed. Never drank another drop. Became a light in her community. And still to this day, shines so that I can stand and preach. And she's given me a solid, solid foundation. That if people say, why are you in the ministry? You do it for the money. That's hilarious. I do it because it's real. I do it because I have a real story where I was really saved and my life really changed as well. Amen? And that's what we want you to have. Amen? But your story, not Gary's story, your own story. Amen? So let's look at it. Let's keep looking. Now we're going to go now. We're moving now. This little series is going to take off. We've, we've developed some thoughts. So let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. That's the bottom line. Of this series. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. There's a whole chapter. You got a lot of the Bible, but there's this one particular chapter called the kenosis chapter in the Bible. The word kenosis means an emptying of yourself. Say that with me. It means a emptying of yourself. What I like to look at as, as an exchanging of yourself. An exchange, an exchange of your mind, of your Life, your habits, your whatever, your thinking, which is tough. Not your personality. No. Not your upbringing. Not your losses, your gains, your struggles. No, that's life. That's life. But can you be changed in your mind and in your heart and in your spirit? Absolutely. You can think totally differently. And you can think as Christ would have you think. Amen. And this is powerful. And it's a command from the Word of God. Let this mind be in you which was in Christ Jesus. So we got that part? Boom. Let's go, Raj. So, we laid some groundwork. Jesus didn't grasp for power. Okay? He was in the form of God, but he did not think it robbery to be equal with God. That's a crazy verse. I can't preach it all over again. But the bottom line is when Jesus was on this earth, he wasn't grasping for power. He wasn't showing off his power. He wasn't... You know, he didn't do anything. Like if he would have, everybody would have been zapped, okay? Come on, he was treated like garbage. But he was led as a sheep to the slaughter, amen? Or as a sheep as 
goes to the shearers. That's what the Bible said. Jesus did that for us. Amen? He didn't grasp for power. He didn't think, this isn't, this isn't right. This, you know, this life down here, I'm, li- I'm giving my life a ransom for many. That's not fair. Got it? He loves you that much. He could, he could have had the power, but he didn't grasp it. It's crazy how we grasp for power and we're not God. That's hilarious again. Amen. Look at the example we have. So you, he didn't grasp for power. That's number one. Number two, he didn't desire a reputation. That doesn't mean you don't have a good name, but there's a different thing about look at me. Some people can't ever become who they really are because they're worried about what people think about them all the time. It's crazy. Hey, listen, you take his mind on in you, you start living. I guarantee it. People are going to love you because you're going to love them. And if, if some don't, you're going to brush that dust off and you're going to go on. There'll be plenty of others. Amen. God's good. Jesus didn't make himself of reputation. He took upon him the form of a servant. He was made in the likeness of men. This was all his desire to do this. Not reputation. He was found in fashion as a man. He humbled himself. Yes. He became obedient unto death, even the death of the what? The cross. So he didn't desire reputation. So those are two things you cannot do if you want the mind of Christ. You cannot. Period. Cannot. I want power. Church is full of people wanting power. Dumbest thing ever. You'll never have the mind of people do it in their marriage. You'll never have the marriage you could have if you desire power inside that marriage. Okay? You can't desire reputation. Oh, if I had reputation. I don't, it's, it sounds so odd to me. I don't even like saying it. It's so sickening in my opinion. So, those are two things you cannot do. And we see he did not do it. And here's some of the byproducts. He was a what? Okay? As you not, don't grasp for power and as you don't seek reputation, you replace that with serving. Yes? Amen. Serving others in your town, your community, and you always get to practice at the house. On your wife, on your husband, your children. Yes? Your parents that you might be taking care of, whatever it might be. Serve. And then Jesus humbled himself. He humbled himself. This is part of the mind, the exchange, the exchange. It's all, a lot of churches, guys, I'm telling you, it's what can you do for me? What does your church do for us? We do a lot, don't we? But that's not what we do it. We don't, we, that's not it. Let's do it for these people out here so they'll like us. We do it so they can come to Christ. We do it so they'll feel loved. Amen. Amen. And valued. Yes, man. But this is a humbling thing. We need to humble ourselves and serve. Amen. Here's the cool thing. You can take your personality with the mind of Christ, and you can come up with some cool ways to serve God. Amen. And some fun ways to serve God. It's a beautiful thing. And Jesus was obedient. So this is all part of the mind of Christ. Are we listening today? I'm doing this fast because i got to go somewhere with this message. And he was obedient. He was obedient. How obedient was he? And how, how much did he do this? He did it all the way to the what? A lot of flash-in-the-pan Christians. They get on fire for God. And we wonder, boy, if we could just get them back to the way they were on fire. Matter of fact, Jesus said to the church at Ephesus, I have one thing against you. You left your first what? Love. Absolutely. Absolutely. The mind of Christ doesn't leave the first love. The mind of Christ, having his mind, the changed life. Yeah, but this happened. 
This happened at the church, so we left. Well, why'd you quit? Why'd you quit on God? Isn't there another church? Okay? You don't to start one in your house. That didn't bother me none. But why are you quitting? And now you're disgruntled and you're running your mouth. Is that the mind? Can you see Jesus at home running his mouth? Yes or no? Kidding me. See, we don't have the mind of Christ. I mean, this really hits us, doesn't it? And that's good. Don't we want to be hit? When are we going to finally say, man, I want to be different. I want to be changed. I want to have everything that God wants me to have. But we've got to get past us if we're going to get it. So this is great stuff. So Jesus was a finisher. So looking unto Jesus, the author and what? Finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him. I mean, if you're looking at this, having the mind of Christ right now is going, oh my gosh, this is going to be a terrible life. Listen, that word joy means the abiding presence of God. The abiding presence of God. Who in their right mind doesn't want the abiding presence of God in their life? And in their mind, in their decision-making, and in their relationships. Who doesn't want that? Hallelujah. Amen. So Jesus, he was, he's the author and finisher of our faith for the joy that was set before him. He endured the cross. Oh, he despised the shame. Nobody likes hanging naked on a cross. Despised it. Sure he did. But you know what? He sat down right now at the right hand of God the Father where he lives forevermore to make intercession for us. Amen. Let's praise him for that. You finish. You finish. Amen. That is the mind of Christ. That's it. And so you go, I got it. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Let's talk about it. I'm going to tell you right now, you cannot have the mind of Christ if you grasp for power. You cannot have the mind of Christ if you desire reputation. You know, old Rodney Dangerfield. Remember? I never get no what? Respect. Okay, I guarantee it you'll get respect if you have the mind of Christ. I guarantee it you'll have respect. Maybe not of those you want to have respect of. I didn't say that. But I guarantee it. You know who's going to respect you? He will. And other people that have the mind of Christ will. And you're going to go, wow. It's incredible. So let's move the message now. Here we go. So say this with me. I can... Have this, I can do this, and I can. Now, you're asleep on me just a little. One more time. I can have this, I can do this, and I can be this. you got to say that. got to believe this. Okay, so now here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So, say it with me. Now, this is, the, this is it, guys. This is the bottom shelf right up here at the top. If you just say from the top... Start with me, with me, please. I will not grasp for power. Now stop right there a minute. Just think about it a little bit. Okay. Next one. I will not desire reputation. Okay. I am in Christ. That's pretty good right there, being in Christ. Amen. Yeah, but if I'm part of this club or that club or this club, I'll be somebody. You're somebody right now. You're somebody right now. Now, if you be in those clubs, can let your light shine for Jesus, that's awesome. You don't need those clubs to make you somebody. Did you hear me? You are somebody. You're valued. You're loved. You matter. 
to God Almighty. So, help me with number three. I will be a... This isn't something you do one time. This list is... Oh, I got it. I got the mind of Jesus now. No, this is a, this is a, a constant thing. I will be... I will be humble. Hmm. I will be obedient. This is the mind of Christ. Are you seeing the mind of Christ? This is called the exchanged mind. Now, if you're like me, most of us have a problem on the screen already. But, but here's the thing. There's nothing wrong with looking at this list and seeing how you're doing. Yes, amen? That's a good thing. It's a good thing to praise the Lord if He's helped you. Yes or no? Let's do that now. You've helped me, Lord. You've been helping me. You've been helping me with that list, man. Man. And then look at that one. Here's the kicker. I will be a what? Last time I checked, you ain't finished yet. Amen? Some of you are just getting started. How many would say with an uplifted hand, Pastor Gary, to be honest with you, I'm just getting started. I really am in my walk for Christ and my change for Christ. And I just want to do, yeah, isn't that beautiful? Isn't that beautiful? Who would rather be, I'm at the end of my rope. I'm at the end of my life. Why don't you live your life like I'm at the beginning? It's all how you look at it, isn't it? Oh, I'm 79. It's over. How about this? I'm 79 and it's just getting good. Why not? It's all about attitude. You know, I moved to Inglewood. Life's over. How about I moved to Inglewood and man, life is getting better every day. I mean, why not? Why not? Amen. This is powerful, guys. This is powerful. Life changing. So the message is called the exchange mind. Now we're going to roll. Where are we at? We're in the book of Philippians, just like I said. We're just continuing on. Go, Raj. What's the word exchange mean? Me and my handy-dandy dictionary. It means to give in return for something else. To exchange. Got it? So I'm exchanging this for him. I'm changing, I'm exchanging my thinking for his thinking. Remember the bracelet? What would Jesus do? I got this one. Jesus strong. Amen? I need to be just like him. I need to be a finisher. And it's a great thing, what would Jesus do or what would Jesus think? That's good. That's good. Whatever it takes to get you to think properly. Exchange means to give in returners for something else. If you keep looking at this definition, it means an act or an, or an action. It's an action or an instance of giving in return for something else. This isn't going to happen by osmosis. Well, I went to church. The preacher was loud. I heard a message on, you know, the mind of Christ, so now I got it. You ain't got it. Till you give it. Till you give it away. You give that mind away. Here's my crazy, stinking thinking. And I'm sick and tired of living life and making decisions that are just my decisions. I want Him 
to live through me, live through me, think through me, work through me. And I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm going to have an incredible life. And things are going to get better. Say that way. Things are going to get better. That doesn't mean every situation. No! But you're going to handle them better. You're going to be better. You're going to be happy. You're going to have joy, the abiding presence of God in your life. This is beautiful, the mind of Christ. Amen? So, a couple of my quotes, Gary quotes. The exchanging of my mind for the mind of Christ will not happen on accident. I went to a big tent revival. This wears me out. That's why so many people in the world think the church is the dumbest people on the planet. Because we don't have the mind of Christ. We're led about by a preacher or by a movement. You have to live your life and you have to be who you are. Okay, you can't take me home with you, and that's a good thing. You'd really be screwed up. Are you kidding me? But you can take Jesus. You have the Holy Spirit, the living God. He's the paraclete. He's the one that walks alongside of you. Is that what the Bible says? Absolutely it does. Amen. So, this mind exchange will only be done as I give my mind, say these two dirty words, on. <laughs> you didn't say on purpose, did you? Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I'm bad, ain't I? Yeah, you'll only get the mind of Christ and have the mind of Christ and live in the mind of Christ and walk out the mind of Christ as you give your mind on purpose in exchange for who? For His. You understand? It's not going to happen on accident. It doesn't happen when you get older. It happens on purpose. So the mind of Christ. I love these scriptures. Every man according as he purposes in his heart, so let him give. This is a passage a lot of times on people think on money and things, and it is to a certain extent. But it's a great it's great for what we're talking about. Every man according as he what? Purposes in his heart, so let him what? Give. Not how? Grudgingly, not grudgingly. Mad. I'm gonna get in the mind of Christ, but I'm mad about it. Or of necessity. You know, I'm going to have to give up my mind, but I'm really sad about it. And look at this incredible verse. For God loves a what? He loves a cheerful giver. If you're going to have the mind of Christ, you're going to get it cheerfully. This is good. What I've put on the screen so far, not grasping for power, not desiring reputation, being obedient, being humble, being a servant. Are you kidding me? Everything up there is fantastic. Okay? And if you feel sad about it or mad about it and not glad about it, you ain't getting it. Okay? But God wants you to have it. He didn't choose angels to give the gospel to live out Christianity on this earth. He chose you. That should be incredible to you. You know what I mean? I was driving here this morning to church in my pickup. And I pulled off down there and returned to parking lot that, that where the new little tasty donut place is or something. They got a little bakery right there on the corner. Of course, I didn't go, but I just let the window down so I could smell it. Oh, oh, it's beautiful. But you know what the Lord did as I did that and just rolled down that window and sat there for a moment before I got here? He touched my heart and said, you have had the best life. 
Who has had your life, Gary? That you get to get up and you're going to drive here to a beautiful debt-free campus for the glory of God. You're going to actually lead the service. I, this is what I'm just talking in my truck. I'm just me and the Lord just having a little time. I, what do I mean lead? I'm going to get up here and welcome you, and I'm going to talk like I talk, and some are not going to like me, but that's okay. And, and then I'm going to get to worship, and then I'm going to get up here, and I'm going to get to talk to people who love me about having the mind of Christ. Who has the life I have? Nobody has the life I have. But I want you to get to the place where you think, nobody has the life I have. Did you hear me or not? Not wanting my life, wanting your life. The life God has for you. Amen. You know what that did for me this morning? Just that little touch of God. And I started thinking back all the years and the friends at McDonald's. And I went through McDonald's this morning. I got a, I got a senior coffee because I'm a little cheap, you know. I'm running, Raj. I know I'm late, buddy. But And uh, so I tell them. They say, what size you want? I say, I'm going to get the senior coffee this morning. I said, but I might have to come back through and get a refill. And then who comes back to the drive-thru and gets a refill? I do. <laughs> you know what? And they were glad to give it. They love me. And that's part of the best life. You hear me or not? But they don't know me as I drive through as some shyster. Some shacker, shacking up with women or whatever. They don't know me. They know me as Pastor Yeri. And I love them and I'm me and they're them. And what a great life to live. It doesn't mean I got this by the tail, but I'm going to tell you what. God's good to me and he has blessed me with this. And so I'm sharing out of my life a little bit. So the point is, is that you do it cheerfully and God is able. Say he's able. He's able to make all great grace abound to me. He's able, always all sufficiency in all things. I'm going to abound. I'm going to abound as I follow him and as I give my life for him. I tell you, God's going to bless me. Keep looking. And I love this scripture. Say that one with me. Thanks be unto God for his what? His unspeakable gift. His son Jesus, but his son's mind working through me. What a gift of God. Amen. Say Unbelievable. So, keep moving, buddy. I see it. The exchanged mind. The exchanged mind is going to bring change into my mind. Say that with me. The exchanged mind is going to bring change into my mind and into my life. I hope I'm not going too slow for you. I know I'm hammering here. This is like the most important thing When you get saved, this is the most important thing. This is it. We can call it whatever. You can go to Bible studies. You can go to discipleship programs. But if you aren't willing to let go of power and reputation and be a servant and humble and obedient and a finisher, you're never going to get what they're trying to give you anyway. Do you hear me or not? This is crazy. What is, here's, the, here's the funny thing. i got to get here. Here's what having the mind of Christ will be as I've studied the Scripture. This is hilarious. This is hilarious. Having the mind of Christ will bring what? Come on, it'll bring what? It'll bring unity. When you think like this, you're going to have unity. It's hilarious at church how many people want to show their tail. But us that have the mind of Christ can see your tail. 
And it don't smell too good. That's a quote. That's another one from the country. I'm sorry, guys. When you have the mind of Christ, you can see disunity. And and we don't like it. You hear me or not? When sitting in a marriage, I mean, if you're married to somebody, you know, you know. You see it in your kids. If you have the mind of Christ. Now, if you're blind and you can't see. But listen, this is God's goal. How is the church of the living God going to do anything all splintered and fractured? And that's the church in America. It's horrible, a lot of it. It's pathetic. I hate it. Listen, this is God's will. Here's God's will. Look at it. That you be with what? One mind and one what? Mouth. Glorifying God. I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, say that, that you what? Speak the same thing. That there be no divisions. That you be perfectly joined together. And in the same judgment. Are y'all hearing me? What is the mind of Christ? What's it going to bring? Well, it's going to bring a lot. But one of the byproducts of the mind of Christ is unity. Can you even imagine having unity in your marriage? Can you imagine even having unity again with a brother or sister that you're, to, you're just have the outs with? Can you imagine going to a church where there's peace? You're in one. You're in one. And we want the odd man or woman that don't have the peace. We either want you to get to peace and get to unity or find another place. Because I just don't want disunity here. Now, I'm willing to work with you. I'm willing to work with you. But I'm not willing to give up the farm here. Y'all hear me or not? <laughs> Wait, let me, let me think. The mind of Christ or your stinking thinking? I choose the mind of Christ. Amen? Think about it like that. Come on, baby. I'm glad that we have the unity that we have. We are not a perfect church. It pops up every once in a while. But we, all of us, need to make more of an effort to have unity in Christ. Amen? But don't, no, no, don't make the effort to have unity in Christ. No, huh? Make the effort to have the mind of Christ. And if you have the mind of Christ, you'll have you. We pray for unity. Hey, you better start praying for the mind of Jesus Christ. And you'll have unity. And you might not even have to pray for it because you got it. It's going to be awesome. Finally, brethren, farewell. Be perfect or mature. Of good comfort. Be of what kind of mind? What's that mean? Be robots. He's not saying that. But he's saying, I'm the head and you ain't. That's what Jesus is saying. Use my mind because yours is shot. And you can't have my plan if you're going to have your mind. But you get to be you, your personality, your upbringing, all who you are. I get that, Jesus says. But you, you think my way. Hope I'm not boring you with this. To me, it's fantastic. Fulfill you my joy that you be what kind of minded? Like-minded. Having the same what? Love. Being of what kind of accord? A Honda, baby. One mind. One mind. Keep looking. Keep looking. I'm trying. I'm trying. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory. That sounds like a power kick and a reputation kick. Huh, I think I already saw that. But in what kind of mind? That sounds like humble, obedient, serving. Yes? You see how this all clicks together? I don't understand the Bible. I don't know how I can make math more simple. But in lowliness of mind, let each other esteem other better than what? Yeah, 
It doesn't mean you don't matter. But as you have the mind of Christ, he said, I came to give my life a ransom for many. We tend to say, well, I'm going to do what I want to do. How about that person out there? How about giving your life for them? How about giving your whatever for someone else? That's the mind of Jesus. Amen? Finally, be of one mind, having compassion of one another. Look at this one. Mind of Christ. Love is what? We don't know what that means because our families are so screwed up. It means love as a great family would love. Be pitiful to one another. I love this last word, be what? You think you're going to do that with just me telling you today? You need to be pitiful to one another. You need to be courteous. You need a mind swap. But it's only going to happen as you do it as I do it. Amen? I hope I'm making sense. I like it. Now, it brings unity. Having the mind of Christ will bring this as well. It'll bring what? Just kind of strength? Nah, not necessarily. Look at it. Scriptures. Strength. For God has not given us the spirit of what? That's what you're going to get. With the mind of Christ, you're not going to be fearful. Isn't that beautiful? But you're going to have power. You're going to have love. And you're going to have what kind of mind? How many about lost your mind because something happened in your life? You about lost. Let me see your hands. About lost my mind. Did you know God's will is for not for you not to lose your mind, but you to find your mind? For you to be able to be a testimony as you go through things. Now, be real. Be honest. Deal with it like, like you deal with it. But God doesn't want you to lose it or jump off 275 Bridge going over to St. Pete. That's not his plan for your life. Unity. It brings unity. It brings strength that you soon not be what in your mind. That's what the mind... Do you think Jesus was shaken? <laughs> he didn't like what he was having to do at times. No. In the garden, he said, let this cup pass from me if it be your will. But he always had the mind. He wasn't shook up when they beat him. Maybe if we beat him enough, he'll quit. He didn't quit. Maybe we spit on him, put a crown on him, pull his clothes off. He'd never quit. That's what I want. Don't be soon shaken, Gary, in your mind or be troubled. People are troubled today. This is what I want. I don't want the government's mind. I want you to hear me loud and clear. I do not want my government's mind. I do not want my government's mind. If you want your government's mind, have at it, fat cat. Gary Clark doesn't want his government's mind. A lot of the people that founded this country had this kind of mind. That mind, you can't find that in Washington. I guarantee you. Go looking. You'll look in vain. Guys, we're the church of the living God. When we start taking our cues from government, the church is trapped. Stand for the Lord. I'm telling you, this is powerful stuff. The mind, who would have known it could be so powerful? Young men, likewise, exhort to be what kind of mind? Sober-minded, thinking straight. Don't you want to think straight? Don't you want to make good decisions? My mother-in-law, 79. She's in the next service. She would hate for me telling her age. Did you know? She, she is, uh, the other night, her and Kim were getting into, not an argument, but where something was. And you know what my mother-in-law did? Man, she told her right where it was. I mean, she's 79. You would think the 48-year-old, or yeah, I think 48-year-old, would know where it's at. 
What I'm trying to say is this. When you have, God will help you as you get older to have a sober mind. I'm not saying Kim doesn't. It, the point is, I was just so impressed with Miss Jenny that it was exactly where she said it was. Don't you want to be a good thinker? Yes. And that's just one little tidbit, but I loved it. I, and I praised her for it, too. I thought it was fantastic. I wasn't trying to start a fight, either. We need to arm ourselves with what kind of mind? The same mind. You know, me and Ronnie need to have the same mind. And last time I checked, when he has the same mind and I have the same mind, there's two strong suckers. And then we throw Bob in with us, same mind, same mind, same mind. Now you can't break us up. Amen? Y'all hear me or not? This is what this is talking about. This is the strength, baby. The church has been split up today. It's terrible. God wants to accomplish great things in my life. Now, we quit with this one, Raj. We're done. Is that correct, buddy? We can build the case real fast? Good. You saw what you get from, a, from a, 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 the mind of Christ. You get, you get unity. Yes or no? And then you get what? Strength. Peace. Sober-mindedness. Guess what else you get? A basket load. Look at this basket. Look at this basket. Now, don't, don't miss it, though. It's really important. It is God which works in you, both to do His will and to do His, of His good pleasure. That's God's will for your life. Do all things. Now, watch what you're going to get with the mind of Christ. Without murmurings and disputings. That's a pretty good gift, isn't it? I will not complain. I'll not argue. That's exactly what that said. So when you complain and you argue, you're showing the whole world you don't have the mind of Christ. Capisce or not? Am I speaking American? Good English? This is how George Bush talks, like, like this a little bit. Anyway, here we go. That you be blameless and harmless, the sons of God. I'll do right. That's what the mind of Christ will give you. You'll be, you'll be doing the right thing. Without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, boy, you're going to shine. Among whom you'll shine as the lights of the world. Well, if I have a Bible, if I wear a suit, if I do this, get a sticker. Hey, all that's good, but behind that is a stinking, stinking mind. You think you're shining? You're shining a bad light on our church. Amen or oh me? This is ugly at times, ain't it? <laughs> it's like a roller coaster with me. Who you shine as lights of the world. Keep looking. Holding forth the word of life. I will hold forth God's word. It's funny how people want to argue about the Bible. Well, that ain't the Bible. That's just your interpretation. No, it's his mind. You don't have the mind of Christ. That's why you ain't seeing it. It's in black and white. I get called a bigot because I tell people Jesus is the only way to heaven. They write me nasty letters. I bet the Muslims didn't feel comfortable in Asians. I'm sorry. What am I supposed to do? We don't have a Muslim thing. We don't have an Arab thing. We have what's called a Jesus thing. Got it? It's a Jesus thing. Got it? That's what it is. Look, I was a Hellraiser white guy, okay? Doesn't matter what our color is. Either he's Lord or he ain't. I told Kim, I want this to be that conservative church in town. When everybody else is selling out, 
I want to be that one. I'm not saying everybody has, but I definitely want to be, I want to keep having the best life. And I think the best way is, Gary, you keep my mind. When other people are trying to change your mind, if you're going to change, be more like me, son. And I got a ways to go yet. Woo! What a good word. That I might rejoice in the day of Christ that I've not run in vain, neither labored in vain. Look at this. I will not run in vain and I will not live for nothing. This is what you get with the mind of Christ. Can we say that list? Now, wait a minute. You know what came before, right? A lot of stuff. No grasping for power, no reputation. Humble, servant, obedient. You're going to get, you'll have unity. You'll have strength. Now say these things. This is what you'll have with the mind of Christ. Say it with me. I will not complain. Wow. Nobody's going to even know you. Isn't that the goal? I will not argue. Can you imagine Gary without Jesus? Think about it. It would be nasty, wouldn't it? I will do right. This isn't a list you're trying to do. This is what you get because of. Yes or no? This is where the church is screwed up. We give you the list and you can't do the list. Because you don't have the mind. Changed. I'll be kind. Say it with me. I'll be number one quality in marriage after ten years. Kind. You keep doing it your way. It's not going to work. I'll shine my light instead of shove it with my down their throat. I'll be shining my light. I'll hold forth God's word. I'll not be ashamed of it. I'll not run in vain. Isn't that what we want at the end of our life? I'll not live for nothing. Did you know that's what happened to me this morning at the parking lot? The Lord touched me and and my heart was saying, You've not run in vain, Gary. You're not living your life for nothing, son. You're fixing to drive down there, pray with guys, lead people in worship. Just down front like I do. And you're going to preach. And they're going to nod their head like you did, Colleen, and a smile. That is the best life. Let's thank the Lord for His Word. I'm done. That was a great word today. Strong.